You're listening to A Culture Story on the audio version of the TIE. Thanks for listening. The TIE is a nonprofit newsroom that is funded by our audience. So, if you appreciate this article and you'd like to help us do more, head on over to support.thetie.ca and become a TIE builder. You choose the amount to give, and you can cancel at any time. What we're reading about the Israel-Hamas war. By David Beers, October 16, 2023. Members of the TAI team are spread around Canada and even beyond, so we commune over the internet, sharing much discussion on the platform Slack. When the horrific news and images began emanating from Israel and Gaza, we began sharing pieces we were finding on the web. Some provided facts for context, others made moral arguments reminding us that to be truly human we must not dehumanize. As we have been reminded this past week, To dehumanize is to prepare the way for the slaughter of innocents. Within the Thais virtual huddle, this process of exchange has been respectful and tinged with humility. We are, after all, merely journalists generally focused on a region of Canada called British Columbia and command little expertise or influence over the events unfolding in the Middle East. As we shared our links, it became clear each of us wanted mind-broadening insights rather than the debasing discourses all too available not just in the shadowy corners of social media but right there, right now, on many television news channels. If that is what you, too, are looking for, offered here is this handful of articles. We selected them not because they perfectly address all aspects, what could, but because, together, they act as arrows pointing down a path towards more learning and compassion. Don't believe everything you see and hear about Israel and Palestine. By A.W. Olheiser, Vox. Drawing on their long experience monitoring and debunking digital misinformation, Olheiser discusses how fraught finding truth becomes when war goes online. They helpfully offer steps including learn to sift, which stands for these four steps, stop, investigate the source, find better coverage, and trace claims, quotes, and media to the original context. What's the Israel-Palestine conflict about? A Simple Guide. By Staff, Al Jazeera. For decades, Western media outlets, academics, military experts, and world leaders have described the Israeli-Palestinian conflict as intractable, complicated and deadlocked. Here's a simple guide to break down one of the world's longest-running conflicts, says this timeline extending back to 1917, when Britain's foreign secretary committed his government to the establishment in Palestine of a national home for the Jewish people. The Attacks on Israel and the Response By Isaac Saul, Tangle Philadelphia-based Jewish journalist Saul, who has spent time in Israel, runs what he describes as an independent, nonpartisan, subscriber-supported politics newsletter that summarizes the best arguments from across the political spectrum on the news of the day, then my take. The my take in this edition requires some scrolling to locate, coming after Saul offers his own set of curated links to other media. Saul's essay is worth finding for its measured, humane reaction to the terrible events, a journey of the mind and heart that begins with it could have been me. Three days later, Saul published another piece describing the response he'd received, another valuable read. The Double Standard with Israel and Palestine Leaves Us in Moral Darkness By Mustafa Bayami, The Guardian An American writer of Egyptian descent, Bayami observes, 
On October 7, the National Security Council spokesperson Adrian Watson stated that the U.S. unequivocally condemns the unprovoked attacks by Hamas terrorists against Israeli civilians. Every one of us must stand up and denounce the killing of every civilian, Israeli or Palestinian or otherwise, declares Bayimi. But Watson's use of the word unprovoked is doing a lot of work here. Yes, you can be pro-Palestine and anti-Hamas. By David Ferris, Slate. A Chicago-based political science professor makes the case that opposing Hamas and feeling revulsion at the targeting of Israeli civilians is perfectly compatible with a politics highly critical of the right-wing government in Jerusalem, opposed to the settlement project in the West Bank, and supportive of Palestinian rights, aspirations, and dignity. Speech and Speechlessness By Talia Lavin, The Sword and the Sandwich There's a war in Israel and Gaza, and the left-wing orthodoxies and right-wing orthodoxies of the moment, each in their own way advocating or excusing the slaughter of unarmed civilians and whole towns, stream past me in impossible numbers, interleaved with videos of violence, with outright propaganda, with full-throated advocacy for ethnic cleansing, writes Lavin, a freelance Jewish journalist whose beat is right-wing extremism. This short, searching essay, which folds in verse by a famous Russian-Jewish poet born in 1891 and references Naomi Klein's new book, includes this, in this moment of peril, in which people I love are in real danger, the doubled self is present in its dark mirror. I feel the urge to speak meaninglessly, and the urge to stay silent, and the senseless notion that not speaking is the same as refraining from action. Thanks for stopping by the Tai today. Anytime you're in the mood to listen to important stories written well, we'll be here. And if you'd like to keep independent media going strong, head over to thetai.ca and click on the Support Us button to pitch in. Finally, big, big thank you to all of our Taiyi builders who made this story possible.